Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. What's one thing you would do differently if you could start over in coaching? Yeah, I, I, I've asked uh, Rick Bird, the famous coach from Belmont, um, Hall of Famer. I, I've talked to him about this question. He said I would get less angry. And for me, that's hard. Um, I get you, you mess something up, usually an effort issue, and I just, I'll blow a gasket. Um, I lose it uh, in that regards. And, and, and so what would I do differently? I, I would tell you that um, you don't know it all. You know, when I was a younger coach, it was like, oh, they should do this. Oh, they should do that. Oh, this is why that doesn't work. Oh, if you're not doing it this way, then that's not right. And what you realize is there are a million ways to do this. And a lot of guys do it. I mean, you and I probably had never been around anybody like Scott Drew a day in our life. So you and I experienced Scott Drew together. I wasn't around Scott. Uh, I was around Scott the same time you were around Scott. Right. Right. And you're like, um, I don't, does this approach to basketball really work? <laughs> like, um, you, you can like be, I have a smile on your face and constantly clap. Um, and this works. Relentless like I've never been joy. around coaches. Relentless like, joy. Yeah. Yeah. My coaches, I thought the good ones like were hard on their players. Yeah. And I mean, they spit in your face. That was my high school coach. It's like, if I wasn't in a stance, he would like tell me I wasn't in a stance. So I had never seen anybody who just claps and way to go, guys. Uh, <laughs> I've never been around that. And so that was different. And what you realize is you don't know it all. Mm. Um, there's a million different ways to do this. People are really gifted at what they do. And you kind of need to let people be themselves and be who they authentically are. You're molding them, yes. Uh, having high standards, yes. Uh, but that can be done in a variety of ways. And so don't get into this mindset that if it's not done this way, however, from a tactical standpoint, a strategic standpoint, from a, from a personality standpoint, um, I, I think all of those things, younger coaches get into that. And I wish I'd have told myself that younger because I, I think I could have done a much better job of, of handling situations had I known that there's a variety of different ways and I don't have a patent on it. I, I want to spin off from that. And cause I, I struggle with, um, with that still uh, 14 years into it, not as long as some guys, but uh, still thinking I know way more than I do, but, and also trusting and listening to assistant coaches. So now where you're at, uh, how do you kind of have that thought in your head as you're listening to and treating your assistant coaches? Yeah, I mean, one, I learned this from, from Coach Drew is many hands make light work. And, um, and, and so he would ask our opinions. And, I mean, um, obviously being there for 14 years, there were a number of clashes. And, and Scott would, hey, tell me what you think about this. And I would be, you got to do it this way. And especially if you had the scout, right? You'd mm. watch the team more than anybody else. Right. And then somebody would opine and it was like, you've watched one game <laughs> and I've watched 88 hours, you know? And, uh, and, and you're like, what? And, and what I didn't recognize was it was just a difference of opinion 
But going back, Scott valued everybody's opinion, and then he would reach a decision. And I can't tell you how many times I thought I was right, but I listened to somebody else. Or Scott saying, man, I went into this, and then, um, Paul, because of what you said, we switched it up. And then it works. Um, not all the time is it going to work. But you realize that there's a different take. And, and I would tell you where we should probably, where I lean on assistance most, right, is, yeah, how do we guard this? How should we guard that? What do y'all want to do here? Um, what's best is, is how, how should I approach this young man? Mm. I'm, not, I'm not, like I, I thought his effort the past two days has been bad. And then they'll tell you, hey, coach, he, he's, uh, his mom's battling something. Oh. And he, he just, he hadn't showed man, I didn't know. How come y'all didn't tell me? <laughs> um, you know, and then you feel bad about it, right? Because then you're over there. And so I think where the staff has been immense in regards to their preparation is preparing me for what they're going through, mm -hmm. um, for what a kid handles, really knowing their stories. And it's on me, obviously, to know their stories. And, and I'm very much engaged there. But the day-to-day -day activities, whereas I may get locked into something and, and they came by the office, but my door was shut and, and they went and told somebody else. And so I would tell you that not only for tactical reasons, but how do you handle other people and, and things that they're going to? And it's on all of us to know who they are as young men. And the more we know them as young men, young women, the better we can actually serve them. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.